This is Captain John Tadrzak of Misfits Audio. If you like this type of audio that you're about to hear, please go to our Facebook, Misfits, a space, audio, and let us know. Also, please like us there so we can add you to our many fans. We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Misfits Audio Productions presents Restored Old Time Radio. We claim no rights to it. This is released free for entertainment purposes only to restore interest in the golden days of radio. Thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for intro music. Remember to visit MisfitsAudio.com. Kellogg's Pep, the build-up wheat cereal, invites you to rocket into the future with Tom Corbett. Face present. Stand by to raise ship. Blast off. Minus five, four, three, two, one, zero. As roaring rockets blast off the distant planets and far-flung stars, we take you to the age of the conquest of space with... Tom Corbett, Space Cadet! The big, sprawling administration building at Luna Base is the nerve center of one of the busiest ports in the entire solar system. For here, great spaceships from Earth and the far-flung planets of the system are constantly arriving and departing. And here, in the anteroom of the commanding officer's headquarters, cadets Tom Corbett and Roger Manning sit, nervously awaiting a summons into the inner office. Tom, I wonder how much longer we'll have to wait. Now watch it, Roger. Here's the CO. Cadets Corbett and Manning? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry to keep you waiting. I'm Captain Willis. Step into the office, please. Come on, Roger. I've got a feeling this detail's going to be a real dog. Cadets, I'd like you to meet Miss Sally Wood. Hello. How do you do, Miss Wood? Great galaxy. I beg your pardon? A space doll covered with stardust. What? You'll have to excuse Cadet Manning, ma'am. A beautiful girl always sends him into a spin. Oh, I thank you. Manning, uh, Corbett. If I can have your attention for just a moment. Oh, uh, sorry, sir. Yes, sir. Miss Wood is the daughter of Harvey Wood. You probably recognize the name. You mean the famous spaceship designer, sir? Oh, you've heard of Dad? Oh, who hasn't? He's designed some of the best spaceships in the Solar Alliance. Well, Miss Wood is on her way back to Earth, to Polar City. She has a large sum of money aboard her space yacht, the Cosmia, and she has requested a solar guard detail to protect her. Captain Willett told me you cadets were detached from your ship temporarily. And that's right, Miss Wood. Well, then, if you have no other plans... This detail is purely voluntary on your part, boys. You mean you're asking us if we want to escort Miss Wood, sir? And that's about the size of it, Manning. What do you say? I say, how soon can we raise ships, sir? Hey, that's a beautiful bracelet you're wearing, Sally. Not a present from an admirer, I hope. Well, in a way, yes, Roger. My father gave it to me. Well, your father? Oh, you had me worried for a minute. Uh, this is a mighty nice ship, Miss Wood. Oh, thanks, Tom. 
You can't imagine how relieved I feel to have you two aboard. I just can't thank you enough. The only thing I'm sorry about, Sally, is that you're only going to Polar City. Why couldn't you be on your way to Titan or maybe out to Pluto? Pluto? That's so far away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Does Roger always act this way, Tom? Oh, don't pay any attention to him. He's just a wolf in a spacesuit. Hey, look, Tom, why don't you go up forward and guard something? Anything. The way I see it, Miss Wood needs a guard right now. Say, Sally, Captain Willett said something about you having a lot of money aboard. Is that the only reason you wanted us to come along? Well, we are carrying over a million credits, and I'm not sure I can trust every member of the crew. Oh, don't you worry your beautiful head about the crew. Tom and I will take care of everything. You don't have long to worry anyhow. We're already starting to decelerate. We're getting close to Earth. Yes, I can feel it. Funny, it never affected me quite this way before I... I feel just a little dizzy. Yeah. So do I, come to think of it. No girl ever made me feel like this before. Say, my head's really beginning to spin. Uh, you suppose something could have happened to the oxygen supply? Uh, Roger, we better check the gauges. I, I can't, Tom. Uh, I, I can't seem to move. Neither, neither, neither can I, Roger. I... I oh, oh. Tom, get up. Don't, don't blank out now. Tom, you've got to... Volunteering to serve as an escort for Miss Sally Wood, the pretty daughter of Harvey Wood, a noted spaceship designer, Tom and Roger blasted toward Earth in the space yacht Cosmia, carrying over a million credits. Nearing Earth, however, the two cadets and Sally suddenly began to feel dizzy and one after the other collapsed to the deck, unconscious. Now, several hours later, Tom slowly begins to waken. He looks around, groggily, then sits bolt upright. Seeing Roger lying next to him, he begins to shake his friend violently. Come on, Roger. Snap out of it. Oh, my head. Wake up, will you? Huh? Hey, where are we, Tom? I don't know. I just came to myself. Say, we're not on the ship anymore. We're in a room. Looks like a hotel room. Well, there's a window. I'll have a look. Well? Roger, we're in Polar City. How in blazes did we get here? And say, where's Sally? I don't know. I don't remember a thing after we started to decelerate, except we all started to get dizzy. Wait a minute. There's a facsimile paper over there in that teleceiver. Maybe we can find out what day it is, at least. Good idea. Great jumping Jupiter. What is it, Tom? Well, listen to this bulletin. Space yacht Cosmia, out of Luna Base, crashed near here this morning. Crashed? Yeah. According to Polar City Spaceport Traffic Control, the Cosmia reported that it was entering atmosphere and preparing for a routine landing. The space shot failed to report again and nothing was heard until an hour later, when the wreckage was found on the outskirts of Polar City. Investigators found all controls on automatic. Several crew members have already been identified. Still unaccounted for are Miss Sally Wood and Cadets Tom Corbett and Roger Manning. Wait, Tom. Another bulletin's coming through on the television. Yeah, maybe more about the crack-up. Read it. Special Extra. Space Cadets Tom Corbett and Roger Manning were reported seen in Polar City a short time after the crash of the space yacht Cosmia. The authorities believe that the space yacht may have been crashed deliberately to cover the theft of one million credits the ship was carrying. All law enforcement agencies are alerted to apprehend these fugitives at all costs. But, but that's crazy. They've blown their jet. They sure have. We can prove we didn't have anything to do with that crash. Well, where's the audio phone? We've got to call the Solar Guard headquarters. Hey. What's the matter, Tom? What are you staring at? Roger, look over there in that corner. Huh? By all our moons of Jupiter. Stolen credits. They've been planted right here in this room. 
It's not all here, Tom. Only a few thousand credits. It's enough to pin the robbery on us, Roger. This money in our possession is just as good as a conviction. I know. We're not only thieves, but murderers. We're in one sweet jam. We must have been gassed on board the Cosmia. Then somebody brought us to this hotel and left the credits here to make us look guilty. Hey, you're not saying that Sally framed us. Well, somebody did. No, I can't believe it was Sally. If she wasn't killed in the crash... She can clear it. She can? Well, look at this. I found it on the floor under one of the suitcases with the money in it. Why, it's a bracelet. Uh Uh-huh, the one Sally was wearing on board the Cosmia. And she was here in this room. Let's face the facts, Roger. That girl framed us and then tipped off the authorities. Well, why, Tom? It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, never mind that now. We've got to get out of here. Yeah, and then what? We can't turn ourselves into the solar guard until we found Sally. She's the only one who can clear us. Well, if you've got any bright ideas, spill them. All I know is if we walk out of this hotel in our space cadet uniforms, the first officer we meet would either arrest us or shoot us on sight. Well, it's a cinch we can't walk out of here in our underwear. Well, looks like it's either the frying pan or the fire. So come on, let's try the fire. Right. Take a look first, Roger. Make sure the hall is clear. Don't worry. Well? Yeah, it's okay. Hey, get back, quick. What's the matter? The police? No, a break, finally. What are you talking about? Look what's coming down the hall. The hotel valet, and he's pulling a rack of clothes with him. Jumping Jupiter. There are at least four suits hanging on it. What color do you, do you prefer, Tom? Oh, I don't care. I'd wear arms with purple stripes to get out of this. You'll be wearing stripes if we don't get out of this, Buster. Quiet now. He's going to pass right outside the door. How are you going to work this? I have long arms, pal. Just watch. Did you get them? Take a look, Junior. We're a couple of civilians again. Great. Now, come on. Let's get out of this hotel. Well, we made it. Yeah. I think we're safe now, Roger. We can relax for a minute. Oh, where can we go, though? They'll be looking for us all over the city. We've got to take time out and make some plans. Tom, I hate to bring this up right now, but I'm so blasted hungry I can't think straight. Yeah, me too. Well, come on. There's an auto restaurant on the corner. Let's go in and eat. I guess we'll be as safe in there as any place else. Hey, wait a minute. I just remembered. We haven't any money. No? What do you call this? Hey, where did you get all those credits? I picked up a handful when we left the hotel room. Did you think we could run all over Polar City with our pockets empty? But those credits don't belong to us. So we borrowed them. We'll make it up from our pay if we ever get reinstated. Well, that's a big if. But I guess we haven't any choice. Now you're talking. Come on, let's put on the feedback. Mmm, that's what I call a real dinner. Yeah. How about dessert, Roger? Match. Let's see. What's Venusian surprise, I wonder? <laughs> Try it. Press the button. Okay. Well, how do you like that? Rice pudding. Some surprise. Stop kicking and dig in. We've got to get rolling. Yeah, where? I don't know, but we've got to figure out some way to pull ourselves out of this mess. We can't duck the solar guard forever. If we could only get hold of Captain Strong, he'd believe our story. He couldn't do much for us unless we can find out how we were framed and why. Yeah, I guess you're right. I beg your pardon, gentlemen. Huh? Uh, What do you want? I'm the manager of this restaurant. Yes? Are these your credits, gentlemen? Well, let's see. Uh, Why, yes, we dropped those in the slot when we ordered dinner number four. I see. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. Excuse me. Say, what was that all about? Roger, we've been space-happy idiots. Huh? The credits. 
The manager must have had a list of the serial numbers. And the automatic credit register weeded ours out. Uh-oh, let's get out of here Stand fast. Out, officer. Come on, Roger. He's brought the solar guard. Don't let them get away. We're cut off from the front, Tom. Through this back door. Hurry. This street's clear, Roger. Thank Jupiter. I was about ready to give up. Well, this settles it. We've got to get out of Polar City. Good idea. But how? We'll work our way over to the spaceport. Maybe we can stow away on a southbound jet. Okay, Tom. It's worth a try. If we stay here, we'll get the work. There goes the jet, Tom. I sure wish we were on it. So do I. We've got to watch our step, though. If a guard spots us before we can get aboard, one of them, we're lost. There's a ship taxiing down this way now. Maybe that's our answer. Well, I don't know. It's a small private job. I'd rather take a chance on a big passenger liner. Personally, I'll settle for anything at this point. Well, okay. It's moving to the takeoff line. Now watch for a chance. Tom! Look who's sitting next to the pilot of that ship. Great galaxy, am I seeing things? It's Sally Wood. There's our answer, Roger. She framed us. Then she's going to do an about face and clear us. Come on, let's get on that ship before it takes off. Never mind. Too late to catch her now. There she goes. Yeah, and there goes our only chance to clear ourselves. Accused of stealing one million credits and hunted by the Solar Guard, Tom and Roger reach the Polar City spaceport only to see Sally Wood take off in a small jet ship for parts unknown. With Sally goes all their hope of being cleared of larceny and murder. Well, she's gone, Tom, and we're sunk. Blasted, I'd give anything to catch up with that girl. No chance of that now. Hey, there is, Roger. What are you pointing at? Look, they're in the next hangar. A solar guard jet. The fastest ship in the air. We could overhaul Sally's jet even with the start she's got. Set of your gyros, Tom. We can't steal a solar guard jet. They'd shoot us down before we got to the takeoff line. Why? We know the recognition signals. And there's no one guarding the ship right now. Say, we might get away with it at that. We've got to. Pile aboard, Roger. We've lost too much time already. Can't you get any more speed out of this crate, Tom? She's wide open, Roger. Did you track them on the radar yet? We're picking up something. Yeah, it's coming in clear now. It's Sally's ship, all right. What's the range? About 15 miles. We'll catch them, then. Better check the forward guns. Where were we when you took the last bearing? Over Central America. I figured they must be heading for somewhere in the vicinity of Amazon City. Hey, Tom, we're overtaking them fast. Right. Stand by. I can see them up ahead. I'm all set. We've got the altitude on them. I'll come in on a glide. We'll be on them before they even know we're here. All right, but level off when we get close range to a 1,000 yards. I want to put a blast in their left wing jet. That should force them to land. Okay, you say when. We're in the glide now. We're closing in fast. Watch it now. They're veering to the left. I see them. Are you ready to fire? Another 100 yards. I don't want to miss. Steady now. Okay, level off. Right. Let them have it. How's that for shooting? Bullseye! They're losing altitude. Look, they're going to set down that clearing up ahead. Yeah, I'm with them. There they go. They're landing. Hang on, pal. We're going in ourselves. And let's hope there's room for both of us in that little clearing. (laughs) 
Nice landing, Tom. Now, let's mail them. Look, Roger. Those two men from Sally's Jets. They're escaping into the jungle. Never mind them. Sally's the one we're after. Ah, she must still be in the ship. Come on. Okay, Miss Wood. Come out of there. Tom, Roger. Back here in the cargo compartment. There she is, Roger. Hey, she's all tied oh, up. I'm so glad you found me. I, I hoped and prayed you'd realize what happened when I left my bracelet in your room. We realized what happened. You tried to frame it. No, never. I wanted you to know I was still alive, that I hadn't been killed in the crash. What? Boy, when you make up stories, they're pips. You've got to believe me. Those two men, they kidnapped me. They were holding me as a hostage. And they tried to pin it on you. That's why they left money behind. Yeah, and why would they be holding you as a hostage? Hostage for what? My father... He's just completed the plans for a new long-range interstellar rocket ship. They want the plans. Please, if, if you'll just take these ropes off, I'll tell you the whole story. Go ahead, Roger. This is beginning to make sense now. Okay. Hold still, Sally. Thank you. But keep talking. Start from the beginning. Well, there isn't much to tell. I I didn't ask for an escort just for the money. That That wasn't important. A million credits? The plans I carried were worth a hundred times as much, Roger. As a matter of fact, those two men left the money behind. See it there in the back of the compartment. Hey, what do you know? We're rich again. But what about the plans? They have them. Oh, why would you be carrying important plans? My father knew these men were after them. He hoped to throw them off the track by having me take them to Earth. And those two space crawlers found out. Yes, somehow. They drugged our food on the Cosmia, landed the ship, took us off, then set the automatic controls for blast-off again. Of course it crashed. Then they took us to the hotel to frame us. That's right. I came, too, while we were there. That's when I left the bracelet. I heard them talking by audio teller with their leader, a man named Wayne Anders. He has a huge estate not far from Amazon City. That's where they were taking me. Why? If they got the plans, they didn't... Anders wanted to hold me to force my father to give him more information. Well, what about us, Sally? We're still wanted for murder, you know. Well, well, I'll go back to Polar City with you right now. Please don't worry. When, when I tell my story, you'll be completely clear. Say, Roger, I've been thinking. If we take off for Polar City now, we'll be giving those men the time they need to get away with those plans. Yeah, and since we're already down oh, here... Oh, boys, we... if we could only get those papers back. You can count on us, Sally. Oh, wait a minute, though. Just in case anything should happen to us, don't you think you'd better get in touch with your commanding officer at Space Academy and tell him everything? She's right, Roger. Let's get back to our jet and pipe this information through to Captain Strong. Okay, we'll send it in code. Just to make sure Anders and his men don't tumble to our plan. Good idea. As long as we're still considered fugitives, we can move in as undercover agents. Fine. Now, uh, Sally, where did we leave off? What? Oh, yeah, I remember. I was just starting to tell you about what a sweet little doll you are. Your hair is like moonlight. Your eyes are like stars. Don't miss the next action-packed adventure with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet, when Tom and Roger begin a search for a murderer but finds themselves hopelessly trapped in the jungle in part two of The Escort of Death. Tune in, same time, same station, for the next thrilling interplanetary adventure with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet. Tom Corbett, Space Cadet, starring Frankie Thomas, can also be seen on television and appears in the comic sections of many of America's leading newspapers. Look for it daily and in weekend editions. 
Featured in the cast were Jan Merlin, Rosemary Rice, and Frank Butler. Today's program was written by Gilbert Braun and directed by Drex Hines. Jackson Bakes speaking. <laughs>